All right, Dad, you ready? I'm ready. So we're back again with another episode of Mad About Sports. This is episode seven. My name is Nicole. Are you sure it's episode seven? Yes, okay. I wrote it down this time. All right. <laughs> um, my name is Nicole Madison, and I'm here with my dad and co-host... David A. Madison. Awesome. So today, it's going to be a little bit different, but before we get into anything, I want to shout out 426. Uh, if you need any hair growth oil or skincare, y'all can visit 426.com and let them know I sent you. Um, but today, yes. I, d- does it work on bald heads? That part, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but it, I actually use it and it's made my, I showed you my hair. Right, right, um, right. It, d- it does actually like make my hair grow longer. So I highly recommend. Today we're doing something different. We're going to go into the history of us. Us as the Madison Blue Bailey clan. Yes, in sports. We're gonna in sports, right. Yeah, we're going to start off with that. So last week, Dad and I were talking about sportsmanship. Right. And uh, one of the things about sportsmanship is it shows the character of what sports do, does for an individual. Yes. And uh, we, as a family, back in 1975 developed a a sportsmanship award for my grandfather, Paul V. Blue. He was an icon in Scranton. And uh, his uh, sportsmanship award was given to uh, individuals, male and female, uh, across the board from swimming to basketball to baseball, all the sports. So I didn't realize that it was an award named after him. I thought when we were first talking about it, it was like, oh, he won an award, you won an award, I won an award. I didn't realize, like, it was named after, the, like, the, the this award. is the award, and exactly. it's named after him. <laughs> uh, my grandfather was an icon in Scranton. Yeah. Uh, he was a gentleman and a scholar and an athlete. Mm-hmm. And one of the um, prerequisites of getting the award was to be a student athlete right. and also do something back to the community. Oh, so there was like a lot of things you had to do. Exactly. And they had a a committee at uh, Scranton Central, Mm -hmm. uh, which was our rival. I went to Scranton Tech. Gotcha. And it was really weird because of the fact that, you know, he went to Central, I went to Tech, my mother went to Central, my grandmother went to Tech, my aunt went to Tech, my cousins. So you guys were divided. Right, right. (laughs) And Thanksgiving was crazy because we had our annual Thanksgiving game. Right. Oh, Uh, and you guys would play each other. Yes. Oh, so it would probably be wild. Thanksgiving was crazy. (laughs) Uh, And the game was played at 10, 15 in the morning. Oh, wow. Thanksgiving morning. Right. That's insane. Rivalry went on until the two schools merged because of lack of population. In Scranton, that makes sense. And that's when the award stopped, possibly back in 1991. Okay. And then, and you won an award. Yes, I also won, I won the Danny Costello Award. Right. Which was given to a student athlete from from Scranton Tech, but in football only. Okay, so only football players could get this award. And it was a senior football player. So only a senior football player could get this award. Exactly. Okay. And I was the third black, no, I was the second black recipient and Dorman Waters uh, was the first one and Dorman believe it or not married my cousin Gail this grant is so small and (laughs) my best friend William E. Smith Uh won the award in 1974 get out Wes was he he started in his freshman year get out and he went on to go to Boston College 
Like DeMarcus. Uh, right. He went to Boston College. Uh, was The Dallas Cowboys were actually looking to draft him. Get out. But he, uh, for some odd reason, did, didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And went into the military, went to, to the Navy. Some people's, you know, visions, their uh, dreams are different. Right, right. Wes was really crazy. He, he was the first guy that I ever knew that skied back in the day. Oh, he skied. Yeah, he was. Skied. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. He was about six foot three. It, Get it was, out. Yeah, he was a pretty talented guy. That's super interesting. So I also won a sportsmanship award. And getting to you, <laughs> and that was a that's the novelty of it because yeah. you also won the sportsman. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Because sure. I don't think the uh, people that are listening to us will understand the, the really importance of the soccer team, your women's soccer oh, team. Oh yeah, so our soccer team. So for I guess like my first year playing soccer, we had no subs, no substitutions. Right. It was just like 11 of us and we played like straight through. Like we we had to go through the games, it was intense. And then my senior year, um, we were actually featured in the paper. I can't remember what, I think I got my sportsmanship award my senior year. Right. Um, it was for soccer players. There's like a, an award ceremony, each sport you could, three different people got awards there was like a sportsmanship award most improved and like i don't i can't remember the last most valuable probably most valuable yeah and so i got the sportsmanship award because um you know i i try and uplift my team keep them going regardless um and so i got that award i uh what made it a little bit different it was coaches and players could vote so it wasn't just um like how did yours ours was ours was the coaches and the faculty okay. at Scranton Tech was able to uh, vote. And my grandfather's, since it was named after him, mm-hmm. uh, family members, I think my grandmother had a vote. Oh, okay. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. Right, right. And I, I believe the principal and all the, the coaches that were involved in at that school, at Central. I think it was our coach. I know our players got a vote. We didn't have a vote. Football, football. Okay, well, we did. <laughs> And so that I only know because like all of my, you know, my players that played with me were like, yeah, I wanted you to win that. Like, I definitely voted for you. So I'm glad you got it. So, yeah, that was that's how I got it. One thing unique about the Sportsmanship Award, especially at uh, at Tech, mm-hmm. the Danny Costello Award, uh, it I wasn't the best uh, football player. I, I mean, I obviously wasn't the best soccer player. I wasn't um, the MVP. Yeah, right, right. And uh, my, my best friend, the late Ron Smith, who's one of the greatest running backs out of uh, the uh, Scranton area, mm-hmm. uh, he was just phenomenal. He ended up playing at West Texas State mm-hmm. and with Mercury Morris and Dwayne Thomas. This is, he, oh, had, wow. he had skills. Right. But I had skills, but I also was, you know, my was academically good. Yeah. And, I, and I was very, I was on the captain of the football team. And I was, okay. like yourself, I was supportive of all my, my uh, fellow teammates. teammates. Yes. That's what was important. Yeah. I, I don't know if academic, I mean, because it was a private school. Right, you right. Just, you no, just better be I, I like the, but remember they had that article in, in the... Yeah, uh, that's what I said. We were featured in the paper but my senior year. the coach had the stones, what was that oh, about? Oh, yeah, we all... Um, <laughs> We all, it was supposed to be like a team building activity, so we all had to make stones and put, like, it was during preseason, and, like, during preseason, we had, like, two-a-days, and 
it was like really rough, but to like bring us together before the games, like we we made the stones during preseason, and mm-hmm. before every game, we'd put all our stones in the bucket. So that way, it's like you know building, like we're all coming together to play team. This game. Yeah, the team, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was cute. That was nice. <laughs> and, you know, I still have my rock. It's upstairs. And, and I was your biggest fan. You so, were, yeah. Uh, you came I, to like I seen every the whole game. process of the team and yeah. how you guys came together. Absolutely. Um, it, was, it was awesome. It was, it was a great time. You want to talk about Mike? Yes, thinking about team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, this is about the last episode of the... No, there's two more. We saw seven and eight. Oh, that's it's right. Nine and right, ten. It's right, ten. Nine yeah. and ten is still coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but this past episode was kind of interesting because of the fact that you really seen the intensity of Mike of Michael about winning. Oh yeah. Um, and I came up because of the era that I I played football mm-hmm. and and in professional sports wasn't quite as intense then because. Um, there wasn't the type of monies that were involved. Oh, yeah, they were going to... I mean, even now, they're still not even getting paid anything compared to what they get paid now. But it was still a lot of money than probably what you're used to seeing. Oh, most of the uh, professional athletes that uh, I knew of, I, I remember meeting Jim Brown, mm-hmm. the great Jim Brown. And at that time, he was doing PR work for Pepsi-Cola. Right. So he had, like, he had, another, he he had, had a regular another job. job. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, That's too funny. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's and he gave up football because he could make more money acting. That's crazy. You're right, right. But Mike was killing it. Oh, I, I, people. Then there, this, there wasn't the shoe contracts. That's true. Uh, the commercialism wasn't there. The TV. Uh, no, they had got, Spike Lee's join. Remember? Must be got to be the shoes. Oh yeah, the commercial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They had the, that. Um, I really enjoy, I like the fact that they went into baseball. Remember last episode, you're like, I wonder if they'll go into right, baseball. Right. They did. I also like that they talked about his dad. Yeah, that was interesting because. I didn't think they were going to talk about his dad. It's a sensitive area. Absolutely. And I believe that they handled it the best that they possibly could. Most definitely. Without trying to, uh, get too deep into, uh, Mike's personal life. They did though. They but, s- Mike addressed it. He was like, it's crazy because people who didn't know me wanted to insinuate that it was because of gambling. Right. And he was like, but why? He was like, at a time when like, I think other people talked about it. I don't think Mike did. I think it was like other people who knew him. They're like, at a time where he lost his dad, it's crazy to have the finger pointed at you. Right. So it's like he could barely even grieve the fact that he lost his dad because now they're like, oh, it's your fault he died. And it's like, bro. That, that that's a, that was a heavy, heavy statement on that. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but they were saying it's like the media, and that's when I guess like him and the media like didn't get along. Well, Mike, was, he had put himself out there. He did. And uh, the gambling was pretty well known. Yes. And, and <laughs> it was not a secret. No. And when you talk about, especially at that time, mm-hmm. uh, gambling still probably has, it doesn't, it's not, it's not a shady as it was then. Yeah. Um, and when you're dealing with a, an, an entity like gambling and some of the underworld type of behaviors that goes along with that. Right. Um, it could get nasty. Absolutely. It could get nasty. So. But I felt like he really, um, he dealt with the whole gambling situation really well. 
I am glad that they addressed it too because we didn't think he was going to go into that. No, I think that uh, again, it, it's a a gray an area that uh, I would be concerned about him getting too deep into it. Oh, I, I wouldn't want that. I, I wouldn't want that either. But baseball. But baseball, you know, I was really surprised that they said that uh, Michael was hitting very well right. when he first came up. But they were all fastballs, and when he start, they start realizing he couldn't hit a curveball. Right. <laughs> whole different story. I also <laughs> like that he um, he didn't, when they were talking about the strike, how they were bringing in replacement players, and he didn't want to be a replacement player. Right. I like that, because it felt like he was, like, you know, standing for their rights, too. Even though he wasn't in, like, the major leagues, he was mm-hmm. in the minor leagues. It felt like he was kind of, like, taking a stand for the baseball players' rights. Well, he had it. It showed that he had some commitment to the profession. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and not you know being a, a strike buster, which right. he would have been, uh, and no <laughs> doubt about it, that would have uh, put a, a stain on his name. Right. Here we got Michael Jordan. He's uh, in the minor leagues, and now he's going to come up in the majors and uh, break bust a strike right. and. Uh, and I was upset with the strike in the first place because they they took Major League Baseball from me. And it was not only the baseball players, but it was the managers also. Right. And I, you brought that up before. Right. I, I didn't realize it was during that time when yeah. the strike happened. Right. So I'm yeah. glad that you you brought that up before. I was like, oh, this is what Dad was talking about. Right. It's right. crazy. I boycotted baseball for about... Um, Five or six years. After that? Right. That's wild. All right. So I do want to move on. I am excited for the next couple. These are the last two episodes coming up on Sunday. Yes. But I do want to move on. Update about the G League. I did research the salary. So everybody's not getting $500,000. No. I don't think anybody's (laughs) getting it. When I Googled it, it said that the average salary is $35,000. $35,000. Which isn't bad. No, to play basketball. No, no it's not. It's not bad. Um, it's more than, you know, they're making in college because <laughs> they're not making anything. <laughs> True. Um, and $35,000 so you can display your talent. Yeah. To try to go to the next level. Right. It's just that break in between. Right. So I, I, I think it's better to get thirty-five than go to college for a year and then get nothing mm-hmm. and then go to the NBA. And at least they'll be on uh, our home soil and not in Europe. That's but tr- oh yeah. Even I think that the European leagues give them a little bit more money, but they cover all their expenses. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's tax free or not. I'm not sure if it's tax free, but I definitely think it's more money because they're competing with the NBA, I feel like. Right. So, yeah. and that's like a Job, job. That's not like a, uh, let's do a leap year type of thing. Let's wait in between. That's like, this is where we're going, period. Because I feel like a lot of people who go to the European League, they don't, some people come back to play, mm-hmm. but some people just stay over there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of folks made it a, makes it a career. Right. And uh, the, the lifestyle is pretty different than it is in America. Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to get into any too deep about that. But, right. uh, it's uh, definitely uh, different. Cookie plays over, I don't, he's in Russia now, I think. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's definitely different over there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, you know, Spain, Barcelona. And, yeah. Um, it's France. You know, it's pretty it's interesting. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a break from America, so that's always good. Right. And then the 18th year, is that what it is? 18-year anniversary of practice? Did want to talk about oh, that, too. AI. I, AI. Yes. Practice. Practice. Yes. But you brought up a good point about Wilt. Will we Chamberlain. <laughs> Will Chamberlain didn't practice. He had a club up in New York, in, in Harlem called Small Worlds, man. <laughs> he just came down to play foot basketball, and that, that's why you know I think I look at you know uh, Wilt as being one of the greatest of all time. But but he didn't have the intensity. He was kind of he, he was, was a player. Chill. Yeah. He just played basketball and was a player. Yeah, yeah. And he chilled. And he chilled. And he did other things. And he did other things. <laughs> you know, it, and and he, you know. It's, he, he didn't have that drive, I could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't his personality. He had all the skills, man, right. uh, that anyone wants to know about uh, basketball, no doubt about it. Right. Uh, but there's another life outside of that. Right. So what did you think about, I want to hear from your perspective, what did you think about AI's practice and how he was talking about, you know, it's just practice. This isn't the game. Well, I was listening to Stephen A. and... Um, he had mentioned the fact that AI's best friend had been killed. Yes. And uh, I think his funeral was around the same time when he, he didn't miss the practice. Miss the yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. So AI was having a lot of emotional pieces that was going on right. at that particular time. And I don't think he delved into it that much at that time. We just, he just took a clip and just practice yeah they didn't yeah. even show the whole clip right because like right. they he like went into detail about it like but all they talk about is like how he was just like this is practice we're talking right. about right right it's not a game no <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's interesting because it was after a game that they're talking they're bringing up practice right so it's like why aren't we talking about the game and you know sometimes these sports writers just not have to have something to write about I mean, that is their, they have a That's job, job to do. That's you know, job. they have a job. Trying to sell a, paper. Exactly. And yeah. who, I don't know what it was like during that time. That's why I was interested about your point of view. I was around, but, you know, it, again, they only gave us practice. Yeah. They only gave us that part of that. There wasn't any in-depthness about his friend being murdered and yeah. uh, the, the fear, backstory. The, the whole story that. Right. Uh, these, these, Basketball players, any sports—we all are. We have lives. Right. That's what people forget. Yeah, they forget that about that. Things outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the NFL now? Certainly. All right. Um, the schedules. The schedules are out. Are out. We uh, play you guys early. We play you guys in October. Mm-hmm. They claim that the Pittsburgh Steelers have the second easiest schedule in the NFL. I believe that. I feel like we have a difficult schedule. Well, we play, the reason why we play the NF, NFC East, right. which was the worst schedule. <laughs> I mean, last year, that was, that division, the Eagles, oh, the Skins, the Dallas oh, Cowboys, goodness. the Giants were terrible. Plus, we got our division, right. who has Cincinnati, Cleveland. You know, Baltimore is always is going to be there. But besides, yeah. that's not really that difficult. No, no. So, I'm Absolutely. looking forward to... Big things for the Steelers this year. I am too. Well, for the Eagles. You saw that they talked about how we were a track team. Right. After you brought that up. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of talk about that. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> it was great because you know, these guys got speed, but yeah. can, can, can they catch a football? Um, 
that's what makes me nervous. Um, we're also still looking for another running back. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Um, we're still we're looking for somebody to play the backfield uh, behind Miles. So it was like shady, of course. It was right. talks about him. Corey's like, coming back. Corey is coming back, but they're still they still want like another running back. So should be interesting. They're, they're out there. They are. You know, they're but, definitely out yeah, there. Running backs are uh, are out there, they, and you you don't know where they come from. Nope, that's um, the weird part. <laughs> but a key to a good back uh-huh. is alignment. Yes, uh, that's and, that's super important. You can't do anything if your line's not there. Right, right, and uh, they're got the Eagles are their left tackle. Mm-hmm. He's still he's a free agent still. Uh, right, yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. There's a lot of moves that can be made. Right. Um, I'm kind of interested to see kind of where they go since all they've been focused on is speed. But will there be? What do you think about the season? Uh, the Eagles season? No, no. The the season. The NFL season. Oh, the NFL season. Yeah. That's going to depend on whether or not uh, how this virus plays out. Right. And w- whether or not they're going to have a. The vaccine, uh, the testing, uh, whether or not they're going to play an isolation. Um, that would but- be so strange. Could football would be like I was watching Get Up this morning, and they were talking about football without the fans and how weird that would be. Especially when you're talking about stadiums that hold up to around, around seventy thousand people. Yeah, on, could on you imagine average. that empty? Uh, and and another thing. There are 53 players. Right, on a team. On a team. You have maybe 15 coaches. It's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that goes along with the football team. Yeah. So it's going to be really difficult to, you know, manage that in itself. Right. I That is, I didn't think about the, the volume, amount of people. The volume just of people. on the team. Right, right. There, I don't, hopefully they'll have something figured out. Um, like, maybe... They were talking about like maybe having like twenty thousand people there or something like maybe how they did with the XFL. Well, if but 20, that's still a lot of people. Twenty thousand people is a lot. Yeah. And uh, what? How do you screen twenty thousand people? Right. Yeah. Um, and that's a big concern. How are they screening people in general? Like, are they? Do they have like a rapid test that they can do? They haven't read. They they haven't got a rapid test. Okay. So so you know people are going to. Get tested, and I think it's maybe there is a fifteen-minute test that they have out there. That's but, still a long time. But still, the accuracy of it—it it can give you a false positive, it can right. give you a false negative. Those pieces are still being worked out. Right. Um, but again, you know, when you're t- talking about that many people, just a, just a football team. Right. So that's fifty-five on each team. Yeah, that's like 100 people right there. Then you talk about the coaching, so there's another. Right. So there's a lot it's of... It's like people. a good 150 just on the on the field. Easily. At one point. Easily. Easily. So you're right. That's a lot of people to screen just to get the game started. And think about the television crews. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just on the field. That's right. That's a lot. Right. That's... So I, I feel that. That's going to be interesting. And then they, they could steal some rules from the XFL. Oh, yeah. I was... <laughs> the NFL decided to get rid of that uh, pass interference. Yeah. And that's a good move because it was ridiculous. It was too much. But I believe that they could incorporate something that the NF, XFL did with the Skycam. Right. And that Skycam could be the official in the sky. 
Absolutely. And but what about, oh, and then they'd review it. They, the they, official would review it. The official would be able to see the play mm-hmm. and make a, a, an immediate call on that instead of having or stop the game. Says, well, we viewed this play right. and said there was a pass interference or not. Right. So. That is something we can take from it, making it a faster game. Right. I would like to see that. So we're going to move on to our next segment. Damn right. Or Nixon. Right. All right. So the first subject at hand is Cam. Cam Newton. Still does not have a job. Still doesn't have. And I would nix it because of the fact that we don't know his physical conditioning. What are you nixing? uh, The fact that he doesn't have a job? that, that, That he doesn't have a job. Are you cool with that? Like you're... No, he doesn't have a job? Right. Okay. Because of the fact that you don't want to buy, pick up a wounded... An injured person? Wounded a, a, individual? A, a individual. I don't want to see Cam go down like that. Well, Cam, you know, if you, if you make your bed, you have to lay in it. I did hear he... I felt like that was a big issue, his attitude. He's got a, he's got a large personality. Okay. That's a good uh, and, way and, to put it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a and, good way to put it. You gotta be sensitive about these locker rooms, man. And you don't yes. want anyone that comes into your locker room and might create dissension. Right. That in is an issue in itself. And the other issue, his health. That's a huge issue. You're right about that. So But he did say he'd be a backup. I can see that. I can see damn right for that. Damn yeah. right, he could be a backup. I don't know where, but I yeah. think that I think nix it because I think just nix them all together. Right, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> he may say that he wanted to be a backup, but in real life, but yeah. in reality, I see that. And okay. plus, you know, this guy was MVP. No, I feel that's he's why been I to could, the Super Bowl. I know that's why I couldn't nix him like that. But I see where you're coming from. Well, I'm from the whole looking at it for the whole aspect. I see that. Of yeah, I see where I can oh. agree with you with that one. The next one is Jalen Rager for the Philadelphia Eagles is wearing the number 18. My number 18. My number 18. Your number 18. Our number 18. Our number 18. <laughs> I don't know anything about the young man. and I know he drops passes. <laughs> and that, one of the things I have to say about me when I was playing football, I did have some hands. I have hands. I know you have some hands. It runs in the family. Exactly. I can catch a ball. You can catch a football. That's it. I can't throw it, but I can catch it. See, and that's why we have to question the young man wearing number 18. Right. Once I saw that, I thought about you. I was like, oh, he's 18. I'm not the Nixon. I'm Nixon it, too. I'm not a fan. I would have liked to see the other Jalen, Jalen Hurts. I would have liked to see him wear 18. Jalen Hurts. That would have been nice. I would have went out and bought me. No, I'll take that back. (laughs) For you Steelers fans... That was a daggone um, mind lapse that I just had. I'm not going to go out there and buy a number 18 Eagles jersey, period. Well, I mean, you can't. It's Jalen Riker, so. Right. You know, you can't do that one. And the last one, basketball season coming back. We didn't talk about that. You think they should just nix it because it's it's already about to be June. Nobody has been practicing. Nobody has been keeping up with anything, you think damn right they should bring it back or nix it, just try again next season? I'm going to say nix it, try again next season. I'm saying the same thing, too. Uh, At this point, by the time that, again, it depends on uh, how this virus plays out in our world and um, whether or not they could find a a safe environment. And if they do, uh, I don't 
feel that you come in, uh, they have a championship, then they're you know, it's going to be a, a, a mixed up. It's going to be fast, yeah. It's going to be mixed up. You, like, up. speed up through the rest of the rest season. Rest of the season. It's like PTSD. Carl Anthony Towns lost his mom. Right. To the virus. So I just feel like... Psychologically, you know, it's... it's I just, I feel like they should nix it. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit in history. Mm-hmm. When Magic Johnson was diagnosed... With HIV. With HIV. Yeah. And how the players... Some players didn't want to play with them. Oh, wow. And they were concerned about, you know, the oh, sweat yeah. and things of that. But that's year. why you can't, that's why you have to come out of the game if you're bleeding. Because right. Of that. Because of my. Yes. So when you have a virus that is un, that you can't even visibly see. Right. Uh, I think that even brings a little bit more question. No, absolutely. About not only, not only for the players, the fa- but the whole population. Yeah, I definitely am nixing it too. I think they should just wait till next season. It's about to be October anyway. Right. Life is coming at you fast in a quarantine, so I feel like they should just wait. They start to start it late. It started in October is usually when they start the season anyway. Yeah, just. Um, I mean, they couldn't do anything about it. Nobody saw this coming. No. Some no. things are out of our hands, and you just have to just try again next year. And again, I, I feel that uh, just next the season. Um, it, it's unfortunate that uh, it was it was a good season. I was looking forward to some of the playoff games Absolutely. and uh, seeing what Milwaukee was going to do, and the, the the Lakers and the Clippers and the oh, it's, it would have been we'll it's not going to see. <laughs> happen. We'll have to see next year. All right, right. So the last thing that I would like to ask you is, what are you mad about? Are you mad about anything? I am mad about. I'm mad about the fact that gambling in our society has has been able to play such an important role in sport today. Right. Um, FanDuel, all of them places. FanDuel and uh, casino gambling. And right. You can bet on just about anything. And there That's was true. such a big stigma about gambling. And it comes up again. It came up in, in uh, the Michael Jordan's Last Dance. Right. It c- still comes up about Pete Rose and not being in the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, and now it's part of the fabric of our society. That's true. I didn't think about it like that. It's, That's it's, a good one. <laughs> yeah, well, and, 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 and for me, it's um, over the course of my life, you know, I've seen how, you know, gambling has cost a lot of people. Yeah, and now it's just so... It's, it's just part... It's, it's part of the culture. Part of the culture. All right, I am mad about um, the Jordan documentary coming to an end. Because I feel like because they did two episodes a week, right. they could have, you know, made it last longer, but it's because they put two in one day, now it's like, now what are we going to watch? That gave people something to talk about. And now it's like, ah, now what? I see they're doing new 30 for 30, though. Did you see that? Right, right. So I guess there's that, but I'm still a little mad about that. And no doubt, they might, might have a spinoff. That's true. Somebody I don't know exactly who's on the level of Michael uh, Jordan that they could have a spinoff on. Uh, they could do a spinoff of uh, Scottie Pippen in his Right, world. in his life. <laughs> what it's like in Pippen's world. But right. they did a good job with it. Um, yeah. But that's, I guess that's everything. Do you have anything you want to add? I'm good. Good. Until next week. Until next week. Thanks for joining us again. Stay safe, stay healthy. And be cool. Right.